Most people are not equipped to understand the seemingly endless facets of an HOA. That's why we're here, to help you become uncommonly prepared to serve your HOA. Whether you're a board member or a manager, join us in the Uncommon Area. Welcome to the Uncommon Area. I am Matthew Holbrook, and this episode is all about dry rot and HOAs. And here to talk to us about that is Daryl Conger with CPR. Uh, appreciate you joining us again. We've done this before with another episode. Yes. But um, uh, we are talking today about dry rot, probably not the favorite subject of anybody who might be watching this, but it is a reality of... Um, a lot of condominium HOAs in particular. Yes. Um, I guess the first question, maybe to put you on the spot, what's the definition of dry rot? Oh man. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's bringing a little bit of science and biology. Basically when you have a tree growing, it keeps growing and it's all good until you remove the bark and then that tree has no more protection. So when they mill these trees and they rip all the bark off and they cut them, they need to be protected or they absorb moisture. And that's, that's why, you, you know, they rot out from the moisture getting in and, and they call it dry rot, but it's really moisture rot and okay. then it dries out and then you're left with this rotten wood. So, um, unlike hardwoods like oak and, and, uh, uh, teak, those things, they're very hard. They don't absorb moisture the same way as pine and dug fir. And most of the trim and, and fascia and all that kind of stuff, it's all dug fir and pine. And that's softwood, so it absorbs water like crazy. So and the bottom line is, is that from a, a, an avoiding dry rot standpoint, you want to keep that bark on the wood or, or paint or whatever. Primer and to paint. To make sure that you're protecting. And, and, you, and the whole goal is to protect it from um, being um, affected by water. Right. And that's the first... Unfortunately, that's the first uh, failure is um, back the construction uh, requirements or specifications, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s, even maybe even up to today. You have uh, developers that don't prime and paint the wood six sides. So when they cut it and they miter it, they put those two pieces together at the corner and they're raw. Well, right. that's where the dry rot comes from as the water goes in. So, so painting six sides is a start, uh, priming six sides, priming and painting six sides so, and then, and then installing the wood. So, so just to get real, really basic on this, yeah. um, <laughs> why, um, and, and this for managers and board members and, and people who may not have been, have any exposure to this, why do you have to prime it and paint it? Why doesn't paint just cover it and, and sure. do the job? Sure. Well, primer has a lot of additives in it and bonders that actually uh, stick and bond to the wood. Whereas paint is basically, um, it's just latex mixed with water and some other uh, ingredients that help that latex uh, lay out in a layer of, and that's why you can peel it off in just a long piece of right. latex and it's very flexible. Uh, so it's it, it doesn't have all the additives that primer does so if you if if um, wood has been primed and painted and then you get to that stage where the paint starts peeling off, does that I mean, that may not that that's may be too late that may well uh, so let yeah. me ask about that yeah. is, is that's more than an aesthetic issue if the paint is peeling off yes. the primer is still there um, what's the what's the problem with that 
because primer's not f- latex. It's the opposite. It, it, it still has some of those properties, but it is um, going to allow the water and the moisture through into the wood, whereas the latex coating of the paint keeps the moisture on the outside. So when you see it, when if, if paint is failing, it's already too late. You've waited too long. Um, it's, it's usually uh, every three to four years is wood. And if you don't do it, uh, I was recently in an association that's only 10 years old, and it had a massive, oh, man, a $10,000 beam that had never been maintained in 10 years, and it already had dry rot and had to be replaced after 10 years. Now, on the other hand, if they would have been paint, priming and painting that beam, let's say every other year, let's just be, like, ultra-aggressive about mm-hmm. it, would it last forever, like, uh, yeah, absolutely. Technically, well, it actually doesn't need to be primed after the initial priming stage. It's just paint, so you just clean it and paint it. And if you maintain that, and you keep the the water from getting into the wood, absolutely. So it, it's it's all about maintenance. So I guess the point I'm trying to to drive at through through my questions and you're making sure. is is. Uh, you're a whole lot better off staying on top of the painting, even yes. if it means you're painting more frequently even than you necessarily Absolutely. should, as opposed to having to deal with the dry rot where you're actually replacing beams and wood and fascia and so yes. forth. Yes. This, the trellis that that beam was on would probably cost $5,000 to paint every four years. And that one beam had to be replaced and it could have painted that thing for, for you know, four years. Yeah. Or, or four times. Right. So it's ab- deferred maintenance when it comes to painting and the painting contractors are all going to love me for this. Absolutely a mistake. It's more important to keep that paint on the, on the wood, on the metal, uh, even the stucco, even though it's just masonry, seven to 10 years, you know, paint it and don't let the, um, when they defer maintenance on stucco, even stucco will fail because the final coat, well, actually, um, uh, it, it, it breaks free from the undercoat and it starts to, to uh, shed off. And then you have to re-stucco. So maintenance yeah. and is, is upkeep is, is very important, yes. So with the dry rot, what's kind of the first indications that you have a dry rot issue? Well, usually dry rot also the termites in Southern California are pretty aggressive so, and, and they uh, swarm. So um, a lot of dry rot will end up having termites in it as well. So you'll have the cut pieces and the joints and the miters is where you first see it. Uh, and then it spreads from there. So uh, if you see it, then it's too late. It's already it's well into the wood and you're going to end up replacing a, a big piece. Um, if you're, if you, uh, when they're painting, if they, if they see it when they're power washing or they poke it and they see that there's some soft spots, then maybe you can treat it and a termite company could treat it and get, and stop the termites and do a little bit more on the paint side and try to protect that miter. So when you're in a situation where you do have to make replacements, it's already too late. You've right. got dry rot, maybe termite damage. You've treated the termites. Now you have to... Um, make repairs or replacement of the wood. Um, are you better off, I guess, just strategically as an association to kind of wait and do 
a whole bunch of that all at once as one big project, or are you better off to do it, um, you know, kind of on a piecemeal basis as it comes up and um, do do it a little bit at a time? Uh, depending on, at what stage, if it's if it's been deferred maintenance for 20 years, you're going to have a lot of repairs that need to be done, and um, a, a very uh, a normal way to address it. A, a lot of contractors will come in and they'll just bid a scope or a matrix that somebody else put together, and they'll just stick to that, and they'll just do what I call blow in, blow up, and blow out, and they'll leave a bunch of stuff behind that didn't get caught in that go round. And then five years later, they got to come back and do it again. Uh, the other way that we, we kind of figured out 15 years ago is to come in and, and do one or two buildings that are really bad and just get everything on those buildings and give the board a budget number an idea, uh, based on a reduced hourly rate, uh, maintenance contract. And uh, if the board says, okay, you know what, we can, we can do that, you know, we can budget that over the next year and do it out of our you know, general fund or, or maintenance and not have to take a loan or do anything crazy. Yeah, it takes a year, but you get the wood done and then they come in and paint behind it and they're done. And then if they maintain the paint, we never come back. So I, I encourage board members to look into that if it's, if it's really chronic, if it's, a newer association, 10 years old, and it's not that bad, then a lot of times contractors will work with painters and they can come in and, and do the repairs as the painters find it. It's okay. nice, much easier that way. So in, in that case, you have two different contractors going at once and they just yeah. coordinate together? Yeah, or a lot of a lot of painters are contractors now. Okay. There's several contractors out there that are, have paint divisions and they, they work together. Moral of the story, though, is stay on top of the maintenance on the painting. Avoid that situation altogether, if, if at all possible. Absolutely. That's bad for your business, though. It is, but, um, you know, if there's one thing I've learned in 24 years of doing this HOA work is very few people listen. <laughs> so they won't take my advice. Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, but stay on top of the painting, stay on yes. top of the maintenance, and you'll avoid the, the big ticket items in the long run, and, which is not only costly, but disruptive. Very um, to the homeowners. Yes, so. way more disruptive than the painting. Yeah. Painting is usually very quick, and you're off the building. Come in and do a wood repairs. You could be on the building for you know, weeks. Right. Yeah. Right. Anything else that I should be asking about related to dry rot? Not that I can think of. All right. Well, I hope that that was helpful. Uh, this is an issue that comes up for lots and lots of associations. Um, so keep watching for additional episodes. Thank you.